Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of The Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey, this is Autumn with The Autumn Miles Show right here for you on 100.7 FM. Um, I'm so glad you're joining us today. I have an awesome show for you. I will just let, let me just say I'm tired today. Okay. Anyone out there? Raise your hand. If you're tired, raise your hand. (laughs) I was waiting for Dan and for Cassie to raise their hand and they both raised their hand. I'm tired today. Can I be real? Yes, I can. Of course I can. It's my show. Um, tired. My babies just went to their very, 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 very first day of school this morning. And they were so cute. And um, Moses um, was obsessed with his Star Wars backpack. And Haven, we bought her a backpack, and then I found a better one, which is a pink backpack that has all of the faces of the Disney princesses on them. And so we put their little backpacks on and you know, with their tiny little bodies because they're so tiny when they're three. And um, they went off to their first day of school. That coupled with, you know, releasing a book and, you know, everything that goes with that makes me tired. But I think actually the the biggest thing that made me tired is that I took the day off yesterday. And um, if I'm super wound tight, I feel like I could go. But when I rest, I'm like, I like really relax. Anyway, you don't care. We have an awesome show for you today about God. Uh, It's so funny. People are like, what are you talking about on the radio today? God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, faith. (laughs) bold truth and raw faith i want to do a couple of psas for you today my book did release hello it released it is out there it is called i am rahab okay um so many of you guys have picked it up and we appreciate you uh, supporting it you have no idea how much we support it we appreciate it like um it's it's really a joy to hear from you. I just had uh, Liz Curtis Higgs on the show yesterday. I was like, don't you think it's a pay- paycheck uh, when someone really likes your book? And she's like, actually, no. <laughs> I'm like, shoot, I disagreed with Liz Curtis Higgs. You're not supposed to do that. But she she said it much better than I could ever say it. She was like, it's, it's so much more than that. And it truly, truly is so much more than that. Such an honor to hear you guys picking up the books. If you have it or have read it, I would love for you guys to tell me um, uh, what you think about it. And please write a review. Dan, will you write a review for my book? Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. Cassie's already written a review for my book because she read it and she loved it. Changed every portion of her life. Uh, no, but seriously, actually it did. She just, she really loved it, but, um, uh, please pick it up. This is a great book for you to do, um, uh, small group material with any, any woman's ministry, uh, can grab it. There is a bunch of questions in the back of the book about each chapter. We are going to launch a book club very, very soon. 
in um, in the ministry that you can kind of join on and, and go through the book with yours truly, me, myself, and I, and a um, hundred of your favorite friends. Anyways, uh, go pick that up. I also want to say thank you so much for, uh, for giving to our ministry. We are listener supported, which means if you don't give, we don't stay on the air. And you guys have been really, really faithful. God has been faithful. Please give if it's on your heart. Um, you know, I'm not ashamed to ask. Listen, ministry costs money. And um, it's one of the tools uh, that we need in order to keep the ministry going. So um, if you've just been blessed by the ministry, I would just I would just ask you to give. You know, getting the word out about Rahab is because somebody gave on the show. Encouraging the thousands of listeners that we have um, is because somebody gave. You listening to the show right now is because someone gave. Um, go to autumnmiles.com. There is a give op- option. Um, you can give like one time or you can give reoccurring. Um, but we would really appreciate that. Okay, let's get to my word uh, today. God intimidates the enemy. The enemy does not intimidate God. Let me read that again for you. God intimidates the enemy. The enemy does not intimidate God. Now, this is so funny because, duh, like we know that, right? Of course, God intimidates the enemy. Like, okay, Autumn, you know, whatever. But do you actually understand that the God that lives inside of you intimidates anything that comes against you? Now, Yes, that's a good uh, 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 thought to have. And we know that in our minds. But what what about when you are actually faced with the enemy? Is your mindset, God is going to intimidate whatever it is that comes against me? Or do you fall because what comes at you is more intimidating to you Um and then you can handle I, we if we get this one concept, God intimidates our enemies. OK. The enemy does not intimidate God, whatever it is that you're facing today. Um, it has to cower, bow, surrender to the word of the Lord. It has to. OK, it will. It is terrified. And I want to look at this whole concept from the perspective of the enemy today. Okay. Um, we, we have this perspective of, of being believers and, you know, sort of having this head knowledge. I want to show you what an enemy does when God's people approach it. And we're going to take it out of Joshua. This was, this is not in my book. Um, But I've been really inspired. It's so funny after you put out a book and the editor says, you know, no more. We can't make any more changes. Then I had like 16 more ideas that I wanted to put in the book. Maybe we should do an I Am Rahab too, Dan. What do you think? Um, I'll pitch that. No problem. Um, But I want you to look at this whole perspective from an enemy's perspective. And it will hopefully um, enlighten you to, uh, in, in your situation. Let me, let me like this, the scripture is wrong. So I want to get to the, to the right one. I want to start right here, um, with Jericho. Now, Jericho, um, the, the, the people in Jericho, all of them worshiped pagan gods and, um, you know, they were not 
people of Almighty God, not one of them. Every single one of them bowed to a pagan god. As a matter of fact, Rahab was named after Ra, the sun god, okay? So uh, worshiping pagan gods in this situation, in, in this city, was was king, okay? But when Jericho heard of the God, this is what they did. Now Jericho was tightly shut because of the sons of Israel. No one went in and no one came out. Jericho, because of the reputation, which I'll read for you here in just a second, I'll tell you what their perspective of was, um, they closed everything up. It wasn't for any other reason. They weren't having like a bad day. They weren't have. They weren't even like celebrating anything. They tightened all of their security down for the fear of the Israelite people who served the one and only God. That's what an enemy does. That's what the enemy does. When it sees God or God's people approaching it, it shuts down. Now, Satan would have us think that we should shut down because Jericho in in, uh, in Joshua 6 was a well, well, Joshua 6 one was a well fortified city, okay? It sat by the Jordan. It was it was well supplied with water. Okay, it wasn't it was it had all the supplies that it needed. It was strong. the 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 walls were strong. What happens a lot of times is when God's people march toward the enemy, they are intimidated by the strong walls of that enemy, the strong fortified, the the fact that it is well supplied, maybe the fact that it is popular, the fact that it has a lot going for it, um, the fact that it looks as it if it will be successful. And Satan will have God's people look at something that he knows God can overcome with one breath, one word, one thought. And he will intimidate us and lie to us and tell us that that fortified city is greater than the God that lives inside of us. But this is what the enemy's doing. It's tightly shut. It's fortified. Um, Jericho, in this instance, had had um, made a decree. No one could go in. No one could come out. And I, And the interesting thing is they didn't say for how long. Um, I think that Jericho thought the enemy thought that them being tightly shut would protect them from what almighty God could do. Listen, if we, I'm sure the King was thinking if we could just shut down, uh, the doors, you know, they, they, they're not going to be able to get in. Like we're, we're really, really strong. They won't be able to get in any, anyhow. So shut the doors and then we'll be kept safe. The enemy of Jericho was terrified of the Israelite people. And we see that in Joshua too. Now, how we see that is Joshua um, had sent two spies. And you know my story. If you listen to my show at all ever in the last three weeks, you know, I just wrote a book about Rahab. So Joshua had sent two spies over to see Ray uh, uh, to, to go into the city to try to get in. Okay. When they got in, they entered into the house of 
a harlot named Rahab. And this is the intelligence that she told them, which was all that they need. She didn't really have a lot of dialogue with these two men, but this one piece of intelligence told the two spies that um, they were going to be able to defeat Jericho no matter what. It encouraged the spies. It told them exactly what I'm telling you today, that um, God intimidates the enemy. The enemy does not intimidate God. We, 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 Satan wants us to think that the enemy can overcome us, but with God, he can't. So this is their first dialogue. When they meet Rahab, this is the first thing that she says to them. Um, and let's see. Now, before they lay down, she went up, she, she hid him in the flax. She came to them on the roof and said to the men, no, I know that the Lord has given you this land and that the terror of you has fallen on us and all the inhabitants of the land have melted away before you. So here Joshua sends these two spies to, have, to, to try to see the, the intel that they can get. They find their way into Rahab's house, which is interesting because if it was tightly shut, how do they get in? I really don't know. But they find their way into to Rahab's house. And the first thing that she says to them is, listen, I know that the Lord has given you the land. Let me tell you something. The enemy knows. The enemy knows that the Lord has given you the land. He is fully aware that the Lord has given you whatever it is that you are seeking or searching or or whatever promise that he has given you. The enemy knows that it has your name on it. Rahab, the very first thing that she said was she acknowledged the fact that they knew that the Lord was going to give them the land. That should be great encouragement to you today. No matter where you sit. The enemy has already been prompted, which might be why they are intimidating you so hard. And the enemy already knows that there are promises that are set aside for you specifically. Uh, the enemy already knows that healing is, is you know, going to take place on your The enemy is aware, has an awareness of uh, the power of God at work in you. I say this all the time, but Satan sees your potential more than you do. And your potential terrifies him to a point where he has to come at you as hard as he can. Try to knock you down as hard. Try to lie to you as hard as he can to keep you from believing that God is operating on your behalf. And that's exactly what was happening to not just Rahab, to the entire inhabitants of Jericho. And we see that because in uh, Joshua 6.1, it talks about Jericho shutting down their city because they were so terrified of what God potentially was going to do to the city. They were horrified. The enemy is the one that is terrified of God. God and God's people. Uh, God's never terrified of the enemy. He knows that he is God, but God's people should never be terrified by the threat of the enemy. And here it is. I know that the Lord has given you the land and that the terror of you has fallen on and that all the inhabitants of the land have melted away before you. It's so interesting. It was This is almost a prophetic word. The inhabitants of the land have melted away before you. Now, Jericho wasn't defeated yet. But she, she herself knew 
that when God got involved, something tragic was going to happen to those that weren't bowing a knee to him. The inhabitants have melted away before you. It's also interesting as I'm saying this out loud that when the Israelites defeated Jericho, yes, the walls came down, but then they burned the city with fire after that. So it was a prophetic word. She was saying, listen, we've melted. We're, we, uh, all the inhabitants have melted away before you. Very literally, Jericho and its people were going to melt away before the Israelites. Ooh, that just came to me. That was really good. Okay, uh, the next verse. For we have heard how the Lord, for we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea before you 40 years previous. So here's the thing that I want to point out to you about this one um, specific line. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea before you when you came out of Egypt. Forty years previous, God was developing a reputation amongst the enemies of Israel that literally intimidated them for 40 years. He started the process of 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 intimidating really not just Jericho everyone in the land of Canaan was terrified um but he started the process 40 years ago you think that you're just now faced with this enemy that is coming at you but but you're just now faced with this enemy that is coming at you that is intimidating you because maybe just maybe they've seen how God has worked in your life all your entire life they see how God is positioning you they see the talents and the gifts that he is giving you and they're coming at you hard as Satan and his hordes are coming at you hard and they're trying to get you to give up and they're trying to get you to surrender because maybe 40 years ago maybe 40 months ago maybe Maybe 40 days ago, maybe uh, 40, whatever it is ago, minutes ago, they have seen what God has done in your life. So as you get closer to defeating them and their purposes and their kingdom, understand this. It's because of what God has already done in your life. I think it's so interesting that she said, we have heard of how she, she used the uh, example. God had done many miracles for the Israelites lights in uh in their sort of trek through the wilderness the water the manna the quail i mean you name it their shoes didn't wear out their clothes or whatever whatever you know but she referenced the red sea was that a great miracle absolutely of course it was but it happened 40 years previous rest assured today that god knows exactly how to intimidate that person that thing that issue that is an enemy that is coming at you. And he probably has started doing it years and years and years and years before you are actually facing it. They just now stood up to Jericho. But Jericho had been terrified of Israel for 40 years. We have heard how the Lord has dried up the water of the Red Sea before you when you came out of Egypt. And what? you did to the two kings of Amorites who were beyond the Jordan, to Sion and Og, whom you utterly destroyed. 
She has no idea that the two spies are like lapping this up. Really? I could just see them, you know, you know how, how someone tells you something and um, it gives you intelligence that you re- you're, you're standing there and you want, but you didn't know how to ask for. And someone kind of does the diarrhea of the mouth thing and you're sitting there and you don't know how to respond. I know that these two spies, probably the passion for the Lord and the passion for this Project Jericho um, what was was on fire inside of them. I'm sure that they were looking at Rahab, not even talking to each other because they wanted to hear everything that she had to say. Um, and exactly what she said was exactly what they were sent there to gather. It's so interesting how, um, you know, when, when we show up to the fight, when we show up to our enemies, when we decide we're not going to surrender, we're going to figure this thing out, we're going to stand up to whatever is coming together. Again, says we're gonna we're gonna conquer this Jericho. God gives us the intelligence we need sometimes from the enemy in order to defeat that thing. It's so interesting how you know when enemy and, and I'm, I'm I want to be careful how to label an enemy. I don't want to want to be careful how to label that. I'm gonna let you label that for yourself. But I can think in my life there has been um, people disguised as enemies you know people that don't even know sometimes that they're disguised as, as enemies and I'll hear something from their mouth that God will 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 quicken my spirit and say oof remember that and days later sometimes weeks later sometimes years later he shows me how he has defeated whatever it is that that enemy has brought in front of me. God knows how to give you the intelligence to defeat your enemies, but you have to listen to him. They had heard. They have heard what you did to the two kings of the Amorites, whom you utterly destroyed. Verse 11 says this, and when we heard it, our hearts melted and no courage remained in any man. In any man, including the king, including the king's men, including the most powerful person. No courage remained in any man. Any longer because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and our earth below. I think um, that is just such a beautiful depiction of um, our enemies, evil. No, no courage remains in any of our satanic enemies. None. Because the Lord, your God, he is God in heaven above and on earth beneath. I want to just encourage you guys today as you are going through and you're facing whatever it is that's coming against you. This is the perspective, y'all, of our enemies. This is the perspective of those people that want to get you. This is the perspective of, of Satan. There is no courage in them. Now, now, do they act courageous? Yeah, it reminds me of the bully, of the, uh, uh, the, a bully on a schoolyard. Um, you know, a bully is only a bully um, as long as the people who he's bullying gives him power. When the people who he's bullying stands up to him and says, you know what? I'm not going to take this anymore. The bully typically 
backs down. What is that story, a Christmas story, when when the Alfie, Alf, Alfie, Ralphie, Ralphie <laughs> stands up to the bully and punches him in the face? And then he goes, he, he runs and he starts crying. And, you know, I mean, this is our enemy, guys. Our enemy is terrified of the power that they know that God will have, but they also have more power than we do when we don't utilize the power of God at work in us. The perspective is they are tightly shut. There is no courage found in them. Their hearts melt are melted because they know who is truly um, in charge and they will proclaim the Lord. He is God. The Lord. He is God because they know who is in charge. I hope this encourages you today um, with no matter, no matter what you're going through. I know myself specifically, I need to be reminded of this, although it's like kind of a duh statement. Of course, God intimidates our enemies. But well, have you ever looked at it from the perspective of the enemy? Because when you look at it that way, it changes how you interact with attacks that are coming against you. Our, the Bible says no weapon formed against you will prosper. And um, the reason it won't prosper is because uh, uh has to bow a knee um, to Jesus and through the filter of a good God who only allows things in our life uh, to better us. Um, I hope this was encouraging to you today. I know it encouraged my heart. I wish I would have put it in the book, but I didn't. Go pick up your copy of I Am Rahab on sale right now anywhere books are sold. We love, 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 love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. You can see me back here tomorrow on the Autumn Mile Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on The Word, 100.7 FM.